I'm a go-getter. It's the Go-Getter Podcast with Jay Black. He's on a mission to change the world. Success is the only option. Goals give direction. Goals will save your life. Listen to me when I tell you this. When you're tired of being tired, that's what change will occur in your life. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. You are who you surround yourself with. I need you to change your environment. So instead of going to a concert, let's go to a seminar. Yes, invest in professional development. I need you to change your circle. If you're going to think, think big. Adapt to go get a mentality. My mindset is, since I'm here, why not be the greatest ever? It's a win-win situation. Since say you don't make it to be the greatest ever, you'll just be known as one of the greats. It's about creating separation. I got your back. Ride with me. Success is the only option. What up, world? Yeah, it's your boy J. Black. Every day I'm grinding the greatness. I'm a go-getter. Let's get straight to it. I'm excited. Yeah. Now the guest I got in the building today is about his business. So we got them three words coming again. I'm excited. Yeah. So Anthony Amplify Evans is in the building. Say what's up to the people. What up? So check this out. Welcome to the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. I'm so excited y'all tuning in. I'm telling you right now, this guy right here is definitely going to have your mouth open. You know, he's a poet, artist, CEO of Versified Expressions. And tonight he has an amazing event going down called Torch the Mic Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. He got the best of the best coming out. I'm telling you right now, if you're not there, you're missing out. Now, I know I got some new viewers and listeners, so I got to start this off right. As y'all all know, we live in a very cold, dark world, so I want to share some mental exercises, okay? It's a very great way to start your day. Now, when you first wake up, I need three positive thoughts. I'll share a few of mine with you. Be the change that you want to see in the world. Be a great husband. Be a great father. Now, from there, you should be going to the restroom, brushing your teeth, washing your face. If not, we got a problem. Now, while you're in the restroom... I need you to look at that person you see in the mirror and say, I am great. I am a winner. Success is the only option. And everything about my guest says success is the only option. So we're going to jump right into it. Amplify, you know, poetry. Do you feel that you chose poetry or poetry chose you? I think it was both. Okay. It it was needed. The nice mixture was needed at the time it was needed for. So and been living in it ever since. Okay, so let's talk about... The, when you caught that bug, you said, you know what, poetry, that's that, that that excitement that you got from it. What was the age and where were you at? What, what happened? Man, listen. <laughs> I was 15, okay. eighth grade, inside a math class. I had a young lady I wanted to talk to. Mm-hmm. Now, I was a skinny little dude, like, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't have the gift, of, the gift of gab the way I wanted to. Basketball players was approaching her. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Her and her homegirl sat right in front of me. I didn't know how to how to beat that, so uh went to the library and started researching poetry and poems and thought I'd be different. So first conversation I wanted to have with her, I wanted her to know my words more than my voice. Okay, okay. So I uh slid it to her on a Friday. Eh, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Come back Monday, she went to the library and researched the poem she liked, slid it back to me. And, mm. then, and that was my girlfriend ever since then, like, you know what wow. I'm saying? So my so first you- girlfriend. So your first poem, you actually found a poem that you liked and slid to her? Or you wrote it? I wrote it. 
I wrote it. It was okay. based on uh so I was looking up Maya Angelo. Okay. I was looking up Langston Hughes. Right. I was looking up um Edgar Allan Poe. I'm just looking up different poets and finding out how they're expressing their words to uh, I was like, I can combine a little bit and just tell my own story. So it don't right. have to be you know what I'm saying? It don't have to have a nice rhyme scheme to it. It don't have to have just you just fitting how you feel and just making it in a format. So I was like, ooh, this easy. Mm. This easy. I wrote it to her not knowing how she was gonna like it. And she liked it, you know what I'm saying? And you said she was your girlfriend ever since, so this. Nah, we, we was together um, for a year. You know, okay. high school. You know, I was that high stuff school. Right. No, it was middle school, going into high school. So you know, you break up, you go to different schools and right. stuff. And but my best friend ever since then. Okay, and I don't know if y'all caught them jewels, so I gotta press the rewind button like they like to do at poetry. You know, rewind, rewind. rewind. So check this out. Um, <laughs> what's dope about this, right, is inspiration. He got inspired. You know, he seen this girl. And he had to think about the angle. That was kind of funny. He telling the story because I was that guy. You know, because I'm the basketball guy. But, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> I had to throw it out there. But it's crazy because the connection is. I'm the best of both worlds because I always wrote poetry. I always been a writer. So I used to do that, write notes, you know, write poetry to chicks all the time. Started since elementary school. Actually, shout out to uh, my first inspiration was a woman. But with me, you know, I, um, I was ambitious. So I was in third grade, you know, I was in love with uh, Miss Lockhart. Yeah, she was grown. Miss Lockhart, my third grade teacher, man. I used to bring her roses. <laughs> hey, roses and write her poetry. Shout out to Miss Lockhart if you watch it. But yeah, I was in love, Miss Lockhart. So I used to write poetry all the time, you know, and then. Give it to her. And then from there, man, women love, I seen early that the girls love poetry. So I should do that. And also was the basketball guy. So yeah, man, I'm sorry for taking your women. You know what I'm saying? I was a wrestler. <laughs> oh, you're a wrestler? Okay, okay. So what we did on the basketball court was wrestle door to door. You know what I'm saying? But chicks went into wrestlers as much. Right, They were right. just like, oh, you know how to wrestle? Oh, you physical. Okay, cool. But right. I'm still that small, skinny dude, so it wasn't the same for me. And I think another <laughs> thing that's dope that what you said is... um. You put in the work, so he did the research. You know what I'm saying? So if yeah. you got a goal, you know, we talking about just something simple far as getting a girl, but it's way deeper than that because it translates to every aspect of your life. He did his research, my Angelo Langston Hughes, Edgar Allan Poe, and from there he seen what they did and put his own style into it. So what I'm telling you is the greatest students become the greatest teachers, and he did his homework and put his own twist into it. It's so now I want to fast forward to um, the first time you actually physically set a poem and you seen the reaction from somebody, you said, you know what? I got it. All right, so for those who don't know who Butterfly is, Tamiko, um, she had a, there was at the floral shop on exchange. Um, and I went inside there, my mom told me about it. As soon as I graduated, she's like, yo, it's this poetry event at the floral shop, I wanna take you to it. And I was like, all right, cool. So I went to the floral shop, me and my mom sitting inside there. They they called me up and listened to all the poets like, hmm. they nice. Right. Like, they real nice. And I'm reading off my notebook. Most of the poets got their set to memory already right. going in, and I'm just like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and give it a shot. They called my name. I'm pumping myself up, fresh 18 and stuff, feeling good, like I could do this. I get up there, nervous as hell. Right. As soon as I get done being nervous and I said the first couple of words and watching the crowd's reactions to things I was saying, and the way they was hand clapping and finger snapping for me, I got off stage. They was like, "How you feeling?" I'm like, "I'm, I'm good." I sat down and relaxed for a second. It hit me. It was like, "This is it." This it. I like this. I want to go again. Like you know, what I'm saying, I got another one. Y'all, y'all like that one. Wait, I got another one. Can right. I go again? Like they was like, "We got time. We got a couple more poems. We got time. We will bring you back up." And it's been like that ever since for me. I okay. love, I love that stage. That, that 
I like I like the fact of feeling a little nervous before you get on there. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like that. I like the little right. knots in the stomach. I like my head just twirling like what's going to happen when you utter your first words and you catch contact with somebody and they in tune to what you're saying and they're looking at you like this. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, say more? Right. Talk to me? Right. Because the thing about poetry people don't understand is it doesn't matter what the poem is dealing with, what the poem is about. You're going to touch somebody inside that room. Right. Somebody's going through something somebody's you've going been through. through. Yeah. Somebody need to hear some inspiration. Somebody just needed to hear a line that was inside there that just meant something to them or took them back to a distant memory. Right. So no matter what you're doing, you're going to affect at least one person inside there if you're doing it right. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the perfect time, you know what I'm saying, for y'all to actually meet Amplify. So can you bless us with a poem? Ah, So the first poem I did set to memory was called What is Love? And... I got tired of reading off my notebook, so this is the first one that I just set to memory. I was always the love poet of the group. I've, that's my story, like you know what I'm saying. I've always been a hopeless romantic, so I'm a lover. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So, the first one is called "What Is Love," and it goes like, "What is love, and how will you show it to me? If I tell you I love you, is that the only way you'll say it back to me? Well, love is the action, not a word to be defined, and if you were to define it, what words would you have in mind? How would you identify the love between you and dying? Is it love or just a strong feeling? Men and women misconstrue the concept of what love should be. Women consider love to be you buy them diamond tennis braces for their birthday, getting them flowers, taking them movies and dinner, making sure they eat as well as being entertained. Women consider love to be you going half on that car lot when you're walking through the dealership. I mean, I consider love to be us walking through the park holding hands when we kiss the spark that ignites. I consider love to be me getting up at 6 a.m. knowing I don't have to be to work to 10, but because you have to be to work at 8, I'm up shoveling your snow. I consider love to be me calling off at work just last week because you're at home with the flu. That's something that lovers do. I want to stay home and take care of you, feed you chicken noodle soup, orange juice, and ginger ale until you're well. Now, I've shown you all the ways I go about showing you love. My only question is, how you show it to me? What is love? Dope, dope. I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. And we're going to continue on from that. So it don't stop there for you as a poet. So now you have a, um, you became an author. Yeah. So, so you, and you had a publishing company. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about that transition, you know, as far as you deciding to write, was the first book a poetry book? Yeah. Okay, so who was the inspiration behind that? Why you say, you know what, I need to write a book? What, what, what happened, what's going through your mind when you decided to make that transition? Um, I just wanted to get it out there. I didn't care how I many people bought it. I had so many people at the time believing in me. I had a guy who was like, why don't you get a poetry spot? I'll, uh, it was a guy from, I was working at Giant Eagles at the time as a cashier. And I had an investor, my dude Mike from uh, from Cleveland. And he wanted to come and invest in me. I didn't believe in myself enough to go ahead and get a, a poetry club going mm-hmm. and have him over it. I mean, for me to be over it for him. So I'm like, nah, I'm going to finish up and work on this book first. He's like, you want to do a book? And I was like, yeah. He was like, when you get done with your book, get back at me. Mm. And I said, okay, cool. Um, I mean, I'm fresh 18, 19. I'm not knowing what's going on. So I've been writing, and I thought the book was finished. I got inspired to do more. It was like, nah. So now the new poems I'm doing is taking away from the old poems. Right. So the first book I did had like 84 pages to it, and it had like, I want to say uh, 78 poems inside of it. So it was all my journey from me writing from 17 to me writing from 22. So from 17 to 22, just 
some of the best uh, poems that I, I had. And it was talking about, mo it was titled Love Blossoms in the Mind of a Young Poet. So it talked about love. That was the name of the book? About, yeah. Say it again, the title. Love Blossoms in the Mind of a Young Poet. Okay. And it talked about love. It talked about relationships. Um, it talked about the, the, the do's and the don'ts in relationships. It talked about being hurt. You know what I'm saying? You know, you go through that first breakup and you just like, ah, the craziest thing about it was it fueled me. I liked going through the ups and the downs in relationships because it helped me write some, some dope stuff. Yeah, it helped me write like you mm -hmm. when, you, when you in love, you write number love stuff. When you going through something, you was like, you know what? Now I got some fire up under me. Now I can say best, how I really feel. Right? You think like, about you know? the best music? That's the best music. <laughs> hey. You know, inspired by life. Hey. So from there, you got the book. Now let's go to the big step, the poetry cafe. Where did that? Where would you was like? Okay, I'm gonna open up my own cafe because I think I, I mean we just been while you was the first person I seen like actually a poetry cafe consistent like so where where did that come from um i got tired of being in other people's venues okay um when you go to the bars and you go to other spots they 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 like what you're doing because you're bringing clientele to them right they like what you're doing because you're bringing money but at the end of the day it's not yours you can't do what you want to do right so then when you have different thoughts and want to bring in bigger artists and names you got to go to them like hey well i know what you're getting off of x y and z I'm going to need some help and assistance with bringing this next person in because you're going to benefit off of it just as much as my crowd is. Right. And they're like, well, I'll get back to you. It's not a thought process. But a couple of the spots when I realized that my Tuesday nights was bigger than their Friday nights or their Saturday nights, mm. when I'm packing it out down at Palos downtown, when I'm packing out different locations, it's like, you know what? I'm doing all of this, and y'all just doing it for the profit. I'm doing it for the love and the art. Right. My people gonna love hearing new and dope talent come in. You know what I'm saying? Right. Sometimes you gotta reach out and spend a little bit. Right. If y'all can't spend with me, and the only thing y'all getting out of it is the door, mm -hmm. I go ahead and invest in myself, and I'm shutting down. So I shut down for six months, putting in all the overtime I needed for work, and just focused on getting my own location. Mm. And once I got it, it's been it's been a blessing ever since. So it houses the arts. We just start doing comedy shows on Thursday. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We just um, open it up for different events on, on the weekends for different artists to come through and book it up. If they have books getting ready to come out, we just did CC's. Right. Yeah, she book, had her on here. Yeah, she's dope. She just did did her, her book signing there. You know what I'm saying? So it houses the art. Painters been able to come in and sell their paintings. So I just wanted to have a facility for the arts. I went to New York and won a poetry slam. Mm. And it missed me going to New York and winning a poetry slam. On my birthday five years ago, I'm just like, this is dope. I can do something. I can go to New York and win. Right, that's big. Among some of the most best talent inside there. I'm like, this is amazing to me. But then seeing what they have going on on a weekly basis, they, they got something open every night. Right. You can, so I'm going to come back and do the same thing. Why don't we have something going on on a Tuesday? Right. Why can't we have something going on on a Wednesday? Why can't right. we have something going on on a Thursday and let them know and stuff? I'm willing to work with them and get something going. It's just... The best thing for me is I'm able to be open and focus on giving people some inspiration. You got so many virgins to the mic. Right. You know what I'm saying? Every week somebody's so sitting inside there and they just like, you know what? I, I write. Can I get up there tonight? Like, yeah. They didn't imagine performing till they got there. And they was like, this what y'all doing? If y'all can do this, I can do this. And right. they get inspired and they get up there and they perform and it's it's amazing. You know what and I'm I saying? I think something just to jump in, something you're doing also is um with so much 
going on in the world, it's it's a break from reality for a second. And it's a it's therapy. It's therapeutic. It's definitely therapeutic. It's definitely therapeutic. So you're definitely doing some healing, you know, with what, you, what you're doing. So it's way uh, way bigger than a money, whatever number of money. You're going to be blessed financially, but it's way deeper than that. Something you said earlier is for the love of it. They just worried about the door. You just for the love of the art and the crafts. Right. I think that's dope. And now, well, how many years have you been open? I've been open for five years. Um, we I got the building back in uh, July. I got it in July. And then in November, I opened it up. The first week before Thanksgiving, I opened it up and... It was just like, let's go. I went inside there and invested in it. The one thing that everybody does, they don't understand is I don't do it. I can't survive off of running a poetry club on just Tuesdays and running out on the weekends. Right. So me working so much overtime at the job and sacrificing to put the money back into keeping the doors open on a regular basis was the, the, the hardest part but the most inspirational part for me. Yeah, gratifying for you. Because I'm not doing it. People are like you making money. Off. I'm not. I don't do it for the money. I, right. I, I do it for the real passion. I I work seven days a week to put back into the building, so the building's paid for. I don't have any issues. So that's been the the best part for me. But the Tuesdays is just the fact of being able to supply people with they with their wants and their, their needs. So when we went through the first uh, COVID and we shut it down for two months, I'm sitting inside my house like. <laughs> Man, listen, I, I need, I, I need, I'm etching, I'm etching for it. I, like, I, I'm sitting over here like, this is what this feels like for withdrawal. I, I've right. never been on any. I don't know what this feels like. That's your drug. I like that point. This is what this feels like. That's dope, that's dope. That's something I want to, uh, I think it's um, powerful what he said. You know, um, it's nothing like finding something that really lights you up, lights you up, you know, and, and you can see that poetry, you know, really like, he has a passion for the arts. It really lights him up. And I got to touch on this because um, I was surprised when I seen the seen it. The first time I seen it, I was like, wow, this guy is definitely multi-talented. Where did the art come from? Is some some of your, your family, somebody, your dad, your mom draw? Where did that come from um, as far as the art? My dad draws. Um, that was the best. So when I was younger, I had a problem with uh, reading. You know what I'm saying? So my stepdad used to take me to go get comic books. Okay. And so when he first used to me to get comic books, I'm taking them and drawing. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? I'm in there drawing the pictures. I'm like, oh, I'm really good at this. Well, after a while of drawing so many comics and stuff, you, you got to read some of the stuff. So he inspired me to do a little bit more reading out of it. And, that, and that's what I got out of it. Like, okay, the more you read, the better you get at it. And you know what I'm saying? So on. So that was my trouble area inside of school was reading and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was that one and stuff is one, two, three, four. Four people ahead of me. I'm gonna be on this paragraph. I'm pre-reading my stuff, so I ain't sounding crazy in class. Right. Like I'm like, okay, got it. Okay, I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? So now they, I don't got to stumble over the words and stuff. I hate it stumbling over the words and stuff. So it, it, it helped me. That that helped me inside of life with the drawing. So now that I was I was good at drawing. So right after drawing, at about 13, we went and started learning how to hand dance. My mom was taking me to the spot, the VFW on Copley and we learned how to hand dance. Right. So then I became a hand dancing instructor. So it was like, it was drawing, now it's dancing. And then when I, two years later, when I got, you know what I'm saying, in middle school, eighth grade, and I wanted to talk to a girl, it was like, let me do poetry. So it's just been a balance of anything in life that, that, that you want, you know what I'm saying? You gotta put that work in for it. And I found this different inspiration in dancing. You see somebody dance, you're like, oh, they moving. 
They, how can I and do it make that? You, so, yeah, to make you do really just there right there. <laughs> just somebody kicking it going like, damn, you kicking it. Like, I want to learn this. And that's funny with the line and all that stuff. You want to learn. You be like, shoot, they kicking it. You know, so they make you feel good. So everything he's talking about is about happiness. You got to find what makes you happy. I think that's yeah. very, very important. And I, before we wrap it up, you know, I want to ask you this question. You know, um, you kind of just hinted to it. But what are some um, principles that you live by? Um, family over everything. You know what I'm saying? As a single father... Um, once I became a father anyway, it was just, that's what I, I need to put energy into. And the best thing about it is when I'm out at the, um, promoting my kids are right there with me. Right. I love the fact. I want to stress that too. <laughs> and we need to give more credit. This guy's definitely part of the uh, people that's changing the narrative as far as black men and taking fatherhood very seriously. You know, he's so hood. When I say he's so hood, fatherhood, you know, he's definitely about, um, being there for his kids, being that example, you know, and he, and he shows it on social media, which is very, very important because we do get a bad rap overall. But there's a lot of us out here that are in our kids' lives, and he definitely is. And as a single father, you know, I definitely want to salute you, man. Much respect Appreciate on that. that. Much respect Appreciate on that. that. Now, social media information, because they got to stay connected with you. Give them the social media information. Uh, VE Poetry Cafe on Facebook. Uh, Versified Expressions on Facebook. On IG, Amptified01, Twitter, Amptified01. You can follow me on all platforms. Um, my YouTube page is Amptified, A-M-P-T-I-F-I-E-D. And for those who actually seen this live tonight, the audio of this will be released next week. But those who's tuning in live, he actually has an event tonight called Torch the Mic Saturday. It's from 7 to 10 p.m., the address of the location is 2539 Romick Road, right across the street from Taco Bell. Right, so make sure you're there, man. I'm telling you right now. Lawn John Silver's, my fault. Lawn John Silver's, right across the street from Lawn John Silver's on Amazon. Right, right. So make sure you're there. It's gonna, he going to have the best of the best. He's bringing them out. I'm telling you right now, he definitely bringing them out. And for you single fellas out there, I'm just going to tell you this. Um, I've seen the pictures. You know, if you're single, you might want to be in the building because the ladies will be in the building. Always. You know, I'm a proud married man, but I'm telling <laughs> you right now, if I was not married, if I was single, I would definitely be there. But my wife, if, you're, if you are married, you're in a couple. It's definitely a great place for you to go as a couple. You know, um, it's, it's definitely, definitely a great adorable. time, a great atmosphere, the energy. When I did come the one time, it was a great energy there. I love the energy there. So I definitely encourage you to go. Um... Since we're talking about authors, you know, your guy's a new author as well. My new book, Goals Give Direction. Goal setting with strong faith will activate your superpower. Um, go to my website, jblackinspires.com. It's available. You know, I'm on a mission to change the world, so I want you to view my book mission. I have a book mission that we're going to do. Every 200 books sold, we're going to give back to the community. You know, so definitely read that. Grab the book while you're there. You know, I have a new um Shirt, new design. So check out a motivational brand. So motivational clothing. We got shirts, hoodies. I even got a goal. Get a pillow. So when you're <laughs> sleeping, I want you to think about your goals. So yeah, definitely check me out. And I released a motivational speaking album. Same title. Goals give direction. Hard copies are on deck, but it's on all digital platforms. Type in J Black. Goals give direction. So I encourage you, you know, to find something that you love to do. You know, I don't know if y'all noticed this. Even during this interview, his tone was a certain way. When he got to saying his poetry, he even went up to a whole different level and lit him up. You know, so you want to find something that lights you up, you know, that you're passionate about, that makes you smile because life is short. And I'm telling you, smiling and laughing adds years to your life. So I want you to definitely enjoy life. Facts. Live your life to the fullest. 
Also, you know, my mentoring program, Go Get It Academy. Keep us in mind. Giving Tuesday is coming up. Um, we service young kings and young queens, uh, ages 9 to 16. We focus on goal setting, mental health, financial literacy, leadership development, entrepreneurship, community service. So make sure, Go Get It Academy, um, Giving Tuesday. You know, if you want to give back, give back to my program, my mentoring program, Go Get It Academy, um, which you can connect through jblackinspires.com. Also, I want to shout out my engineer, my guy, T-Vix, the man of many hats. He has a show with his wife on Facebook. Tap in with T-Vix, Mrs. Dean. They have episodes with over a million views. Make sure you definitely like that page. Also, I want to shout him out a big congratulations. He's just been uh, featured on The Game. Yes, The Game released a uh, mixtape. They have a song on there that's doing numbers. So definitely make sure you uh, tap in with T-Vix. He's definitely doing big things. Akron Zone. So... I love and believe in you, and always remember, always remember, always remember, only person that can stop you is you. Yes. It's the Go Get A Podcast with Jay Black. Stay excited and connected. www.jblackinspires.com.